Hey, uh, we are. Oh, there we are. We're live. Hey, what's we, happening? We uh, Board Wrestling Live. Uh, we're here with the two o'clock show. It's Friday. Uh, we've made it again. And uh, I've got another unbelievable wrestling coach, wrestler, wrestling mind in our country. Uh, it's uh, Coach Angel Escobedo, head coach at IU since 2018. He's the most successful wrestler in IU history. He's Four time, he's the only four-time All-American in IU history. He was a 2008 NCAA champ, uh, second in career wins. He was a four-time state champ in Indiana, 223-1 and one in high school and uh, competed at the world level. And the rest is history. He's here with us today, uh, coaching his alma mater, Coach Angel Escobedo. Thank you so much. I hope I said your name right. Yeah, you did. You did. You got it spot on. Not not many people get it spot on that first try, but that's that's a good one right there. So no, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Welcome. I you know I definitely um, your name is spoken about. I've heard about it just by doing the show, and and uh, I know people that are happy to see uh, IU getting back, getting put back on the map, and and having right. their own there doing it. So um, good for you. And and first of all. Uh, times are different, man. What, what have you been doing through this uh, this COVID to, to keep your guys ready and prepared for for when uh, when we're back out of this? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what we've been doing is we we do Zoom calls uh, once a week, and uh, you know, we've just been trying to find different ways on you know how to better ourselves as wrestlers. Uh, I I tell them, you know, this this is an opportunity to take advantage of this situation and, and find different ways to train. So uh, whether it's that's watching film, other people's film, break it down your own film, um, just kind of step, taking a step back from the sport and, and getting to appreciate and understand wrestling um, on, a, on another level. So, you know, I, I've sent them videos of world level guys, college level guys, and, you know, gave them a couple of things to look at just so that they're always thinking about wrestling. Man. Good. And, and yeah, and I think that's what most coaches like yourself, I think that's basically all you can do right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We can't be hands on at all. So that's, that's a challenge, um, you know, and we don't even know when we can be hands on. So right now I'm just doing what I can and trying to find unique ways in this time. Uh, you know, it's even though, you know, there's a lot of uncertain times. I think you can always try to find the positives in things. And I, I think one of the big things is communication, right? We've been able to communicate, get on Zoom calls, um, build just better relationships. And, and that helps out in, you know, from a coach athlete uh, perspective. Yeah. And um, well, talk a little bit about um, your, your seniors. I mean, did you have some seniors that that, that advanced to the show and or, or any any year student that advanced the show and you had to sit there and kind of break the bad news to them? Yeah, so we had two guys qualify. Uh, one Indiana guy, Graham Brooks, he's a freshman. Um, and then we had uh, Liam Cronin qualify as well. So we had those two guys go to nationals and, you know, it was, it was devastating. Uh, both guys, first time ever going to NCAA tournament. I mean, you know, they're, they're riding high. It's a, uh, you know, it's an accomplishment to get there. And so for me to break the news, like, hey, your season's over um, without getting the opportunity to compete at nationals, uh, it was crushing, you know, and 
I think for them, they were like, wait, are you being serious? You know, like, is this real? And uh, it was just sad, like, to tell them, yeah, this is real. You know, I mean, um, right now at this moment, you know, it's bigger than wrestling. Um, You know, people are losing their lives. And, you know, this virus is something that is unknown. So I think, you know, we just got to kind of sit back and appreciate our health, you know. And that's the kind of perspective I try to, you know, give to them. Just because, you know, you can't focus on all the negatives all the time. Yeah, um, and, and that's, that's good because, yeah, and I, I think, um, uh, you know, you had underclassmen, so, but like some of these coaches that I talked to where they had to walk into fifth year seniors and. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, they uh, really broke their heart. Uh, but, you know, talk about uh, getting back to your alma mater. I know initially you were an assistant, then you took over. Yeah. Uh, and, and talk about your, your goals and plans uh, to kind of bring IU back to. To, to where they should be. Yeah, I mean, you know, this was always a dream job for me. Uh, I was coaching at Iowa State, and I've always said if there is one job I've always wanted is to go back home and be in the state of Indiana at my alma mater. So when I got this opportunity to come here and coach, you know, it was uh, it was a blessing. And, you know, and then a year later to be able to be the head coach, uh, it was everything that I could dream of. So, you know, what, what I'm trying to do is – trying to build this program to where it was, you know, this program has won a national title and, uh, you know, I truly believe it can again, and we can develop all Americans national champs. And the great thing is you could do it with Indiana kids, right? You could do it with the Indiana kids, getting them to stay home, uh, stay in state, represent Indiana and, you know, take it to the highest heights of national wrestling. So, that's our goal, you know, as a coaching staff. We said we want to build this program, national championship program, and then build a fan base where people could be proud of uh, to compete in front of. Yeah, and, and um, I mean, adding a kid like Brock Hudkins, who I had on yeah. uh, coming to your program, number six in the nation last year at 125, which is a, yep. an absolute buzzsaw, right? That weight class. Right, right. right. And uh, I spoke to him a little bit, unfortunately injury against um the kid from princeton uh but but i know you guys are expecting big things from him and, yep and out of all of you you had a freshman that that made the show you have a sophomore that made the show uh definitely growing in the right direction huh you beat some yeah. this year i saw yep yeah yeah we are we are you know we're you know taking this you know year by year step by step but you know having brock come back was huge and you know the success he was having was was amazing and we're really looking forward to his leadership, you know, as he's coming in next year, you know, he's ranked, I saw one of the rankings, he's ranked six preseason. So, you know, we're, we're just excited. We're excited for what this team is going to be able to do. You know, we got a, a lot of young Indiana studs. Um, you know, we, we don't have any seniors next year, which is crazy. You know, it's a, it's a good thing and it's a scary thing because we're going to be inexperienced, but we're going to have a lot of youth and these guys are hungry to take, you know, Indiana to the top. What's your opinion on the new uh, Big Ten only? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I, I told my guys just to be ready. Be ready for, you know, unconventional season. You know, there, there's no guarantees. There's no for sure. So, um, to me, it wasn't surprising because I knew something like this was going to happen. Um, Big Ten is trying to operate and, and keep the athletes safe, and that's our first priority. So, 
you know, I think that's what we're going to try to do. And I think it could be done. You know, I'm just hoping and praying for a season that these kids could go out there and compete. Well, and it's not a bad, not a bad conference. Not for us. No, it's not right. It's like <laughs> you're getting the best of the best. And I, you know, wrestling fans are going to love that, you know, as far as just seeing a lot of big 10 matches and, you know, seeing the, you know, the best of the best in the conference wrestling each other. And you got to think, you know, now it's, um, you won't be seeing anyone sitting out because we're all going to be fresh and we're going to, that's going to be our only thing is a, is a big 10 season for the regular season. So you're going to be seeing a lot of matchups that, you know, number one, number two, or whatever guy wrestling each other in a dual meet. It'll be the big tens every weekend. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe. it's, it's going to be fun. You know, it's going to be different, but it's fun. Get the coaches to roll too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, man, so uh, one thing that, I, that I'd like to ask is um, um, talk about, first of all, recruiting, you know, the type of athlete that you're looking for and, uh, yep. and, and the intangibles. And then also, also talk about how high school athletes uh, can get noticed by a program like yourself, even if they're not a top 10 or 15 you know, nationally ranked? Yeah, those are great questions. Um, I think it's really important for, you know, high school athletes to understand, you know, where programs are and what are their, what they're looking for. And for our program, we're looking for, you know, kids that are great on and off the mat. So that's meaning, you know, not getting in trouble, uh, having great, great point average, you know, good grades, uh, great teammate, coaches say great things about them because I'm big in the culture. You know, I think for you to have a successful program, you need to have a great culture. So you can't recruit a kid that say he's a really good wrestler, but a bad culture fit. I'm just not going to recruit him, you know, if he's not going to mesh well with my team, because, you know, we want to be a team unit. We're a family and we can't disrupt that family. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm asking coaches, I'm asking teammates, I'm asking, you know, other people's, you know, their opponents, like, how is so-and-so, you know, how is he, how does he conduct himself? How is he after he wins? How is he at, after he loses? Um, you know, what's his work ethic and all those things. So it's more than just being a good wrestler, right? I think a lot of times high school kids just think, well, I'm a great wrestler. Every college program should recruit me. It's like, no, there's a lot more that go into it, you know, because once you get to college, you're on your own. And so, you know, having great character, is uh, going to play dividends on how successful you're going to be. So that's why that's what we're looking for. And it's funny. I, I talked to Terry Allison down at Terry style in Georgia. Yeah. Yep. And, um, he said, you know, there's times I, I have a all American or whatever, but maybe D one isn't for him because of, right. because of the classes, because of the, the relationships, because of where he's going he needs more of this, or, or sometimes I have maybe a kid that, man, he's on the brink and, and, and he looks like he can really get there. Now I may call a D1 program and say, Hey, you know, consider this kid. He's a good ethical kid. He's a good class, right. but he's right on the brink of being, I think if he's around the right people, help yep. him out. So it didn't necessarily listening to him. It didn't say, okay, well, He's talented, so he's automatically D1. Or he's right, talented, right. So he's automatically not. 
uh, it seems yeah. like a lot that goes into what you guys there are is about. there is and also on the coaches side high school coaches or club coaches side you got to understand that you know uh, they're not going to take a chance on someone that you know might not make it right so if I'm recruiting a kid and I call the club coach and I'm like hey coach you know do you think this kid's going to make it is he a good fit and if the coach says yeah but then when he gets to, on campus you know the kid like starts screwing up it's going to be next time it's going to be hard for me to recruit another kid out of that club, you know? So club coaches and high school coaches are really careful about who they want to, you know, give names out to, like, you got to be able to back it up. And so your other question on how they can, you know, get notice um, from division one coaches, I would say each institution has a questionnaire and basically you get on their website, you look at, you know, you go to Indiana wrestling and there'll be a questionnaire that you can fill out and it gives all the information, grade point average, you know, where you're from, what your credentials are. And that at least gets you in the database that we can look through and say, oh, you know, this kid has filled out all his stuff. And then on top of that, follow-up emails, you know, emailing anybody on the coaching staff, uh, you know, and, and giving information on why you think you'll be a good fit for the program. I, I think communication is key. There's a lot of wrestlers out there and it's hard to, you know, go through every single wrestler. So you got to kind of do your part and, you know, reaching out. Yeah, and well said. I, I had um, <clears throat> I, I had someone on, um, I don't know, this week that said, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, it was Coach Profit yesterday. Um, he said that he feels terrible because there's all of a sudden a coach will see him at a tournament and be like, oh, man, there was this really good kid, but because – you know, maybe monetarily wise, he couldn't get to these tournaments. Nobody knew him and right. nobody told him about him. So if you've got kids out there that are like that, that uh, are under the radar, you know, take the initiative and, and shoot the video out or especially for sure. I could for understand sure. 20 years ago, not being able to get in touch with somebody, but right now it seems like you can post a video and tag someone and they'll see it. Yep, for sure. And I, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to put it. And yeah, I mean, for us, college coaches I mean we're we're on the computer a lot you know we're watching film a lot so you know why not shoot your video over and um, you don't have to make it to all these big tournaments there's so many tournaments I mean I, not this year but you know normally there's there's a lot of tournaments going on right so um, if you can't make it to the big tournaments you know maybe show you know the tournaments that you can make it to um, some of your high school matches or whatnot I, I think that's important too. Yeah, so uh, one thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, are you wrestled, you competed at the youth level, the collegiate level, the national level, the world level. Uh, yep. how, did, how did you handle losses and how do you keep kids from being stuck on losses and, and teaching them to, to move on to the next match, you know? Yeah, I mean, I thought I had a great, you know, I would say a great lesson when I was growing up. It was... Uh, you know, I started off really hot in wrestling as far as, like, I was winning a lot and, like, thinking I was the man. I was going to, you know, like every kid, go undefeated. And then I hit a year um, when I think it was, like, sixth grade and I started wrestling middle school kids. And I hit a year where I lost, like, I don't even know, maybe 30 times in one year. Most I've ever lost ever, you know, and it was crushing. And I just remember, like, thinking, man, I'm not good anymore and all this and, you know, but – you know, my coaches and what it taught me was that, you know, losing is part of the sport. You know, you got to reevaluate it, 
go back to work and fix it. And so from then on, it was always like losing is part of getting better, right? Losing is not, is, is not the end game. You know, just because you lose a match doesn't mean that, you know, you, you took 10 steps back, right? There's a lot of things that, you know, could have went wrong that, you know, maybe your next match don't go wrong. You know, it's, it's about trying to fix the things that you can control, you know, whether it's your technique, your attitude, your weight cut. There's a lot of factors that go into wrestling. So um, that would just be my advice. And, you know, in high school, I lost one time. And a lot of people always ask me this question. They always say, man, what was it like losing that one time? They would think that, like, you know, it was just so devastating that I would quit wrestling. And that's not the case. That one loss taught me more than all my wins. And yeah, but what's the one match you remember in high school? Yeah, it, was the, it is the loss, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just the, the reality of it. That's the, that's the one that sticks in your mind. And what it taught me was that, you know, no matter how good you are, you got to keep working. You know, there's always somebody else that wants to beat you and that, you know, that is just as hungry as you are, you know. And just because I love winning doesn't mean that I'm always going to win. So, uh, you know, I was able to just move forward and, you know, hit the next tournament. You know, I got that one loss, but it didn't end my career, right? It just helped me get motivated to keep moving forward. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing two different minds thinking two different things. Uh, yeah. I had yeah. Uh, Coach Hawk on earlier this earlier today uh, from Rolla up in Missouri, yeah. and he said he has a kid that comes back in the room. Uh, now he went off to military and basic, and now he comes back in the room. So he tells me the story. He says this kid gets one win the entire year. His senior, I mean, just horribly. He's getting killed. He gets one win the entire year. It's through the kid who only had one loss the entire year and won the state championship. He said, my kid is down 14 nothing and bridges and catches the kid with a like a half and pins him. And it's his only win all year. And it's the state championship <laughs> loss all year. So now every oh, wow. kid comes back in the room. He's like, hey, coach, remember when I beat the state champ? <laughs> you know? uh, that's and great. The state champ's probably like, oh, man. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that. Yeah, right. That's the beautiful thing about wrestling. You know, anyone can be B at any time. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, well, what, so any of your wrestlers catch you with like a slick move in practice? Yeah, I mean, I, I wrestle. So I wrestle probably, I would say three to four times a week. And, you know, I mean, I had some great battles. Brock, Brock is pretty slick. He'll hit me with some slick stuff. Uh, you know, Caden Rooks is, he's pretty slick as well. And, you know, I get, I get some guys I can, you know, hit some, some pretty slick stuff, you know, Fernie Silva, he's really quick. Uh, he's another guy that could hit me in some slick stuff. So I try to keep it real tight so they can't do it. <laughs> All right. And, and I, I was told to ask, uh, how come you never carry Rudy up the basketball stairs? Oh yeah. No way. Rudy, come on. <laughs> there's no, there's no way I could, I could carry Rudy up there. Rudy has to carry me about a hundred times. <laughs> oh man. So, so tell people out there what you guys do and uh, so they understand what kind of. What yeah, I mean, we, you know, the, for college wrestling, especially in the Big Ten, it's all about, it's, it's about the mental grind. It's a long season and, you know, a big chunk of it is wrestling other Big Ten opponents. So you're talking about, you know, teams ranked in the top 20 in the country from weekend and week out. And so we have to train, um, you know, with that intensity. So we're, 
you know, whether it's buddy carries, carrying guys up the stadium, up and down. Uh, you know, we, we did a workout on the track where you're carrying, like you had to carry someone, you know, like like a baby carry. You had to run around the track without dropping them. Um, just anything to, you know, physically exhaust you, but mentally exhaust you as well. And, um, and Rudy is one of your big boys. Oh, yeah. He's our heavyweight. Rudy <laughs> is a heavy, that's why I said I'm not carrying him. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh... Let's see. I, I was uh, I I was told uh, I was told you know that you really suck at spike ball. Now now that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we get in some uh, we get in some pretty pretty intense spike ball games. You know, it's uh, usually it's you know the coaching staff versus athletes. So we we get we get after it a lot. <laughs> yeah, they said that uh, you're always getting your butt kicked at spike ball. Yeah, that no way. There, there's no way. They're just mad that I'm just so good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we found a uh, we we found a thing on. I think I sent the link to Brock. Um, it's called uh, Spike Buoy, and huh. you click it to the bottom of the uh, you know little legs there, and then yeah. it comes with a little weight that you put in the bag. And it, it drops to the bottom of the pool. And now the spike thing floats on the top. Oh, that's cool. Like, you could do it in the pool. Yeah. So now I'm sure Indiana's got a big Olympic pool. Yeah. Where you guys that's, that's, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. We'll have to do that. You know, go to where, where our team swims, you know, like the, the swimming pool and throw a spike ball in there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was, it was called spike buoy or something. I can message you when I get off, but uh, yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my wife and kids found it. So now when the kids are in the pool, they got spike ball. Plus that's the only time I can compete. Cause if it's out, of the pool, <laughs> they're kicking my butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. So, um, so let's, uh, let's talk about my 10 questions. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready. All right. Freddy's or dairy cottage. Ooh, Freddy's. <laughs> the big boys or Pizza Pete? Pizza Pete. <laughs> the Speedway or Lucas Oil? Lucas Oil. Who's your pie or who's your chili? Who's your chili? Colts or Pacers? Colts. Fort Wayne Zoo or Indiana Zoo? Indiana Zoo. Bird or Reggie? Bird. <laughs> Walsh or the Beast? The Beast. More prestigious, Fargo or 32? I'm a freestyle guy, so I'm going Fargo. <laughs> All right, better tournament, Schultz or Farrell? Oh, Schultz. <laughs> that's awesome man well those are my 10 questions i like how right. getting those out yeah that's there. awesome and even uh, though i will say you know like you threw me a lot of those uh pacers and i'm, I'm a chicago fan you know i'm oh, so i'm right bulls. i'm a region guy so i'm a bull so i would have said bulls bears <laughs> yeah well it seems like i had uh i had somebody on from a, a town in michigan or something and when i looked yeah. up the surroundings i was yeah. like Damn, he's got Indiana right there, Detroit right there, Chicago right. across the lake. I'm like, right. Man, so you can hit some. 
who do you root for? I mean, you, I you, know. never, you never root for the Lions. Right, never, not, so, not the Lions. So no take way. them out because <laughs> they're just horrible. <laughs> now, now you got the, the Colts and the Bears and the, uh, right. uh, the Michigan teams. So, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Well, it was, it's an absolute, I hear your name a lot and I'm glad I finally got an opportunity to meet you and talk with you. And uh, yeah, I hope we can do it more often and uh, you're always welcome. And, and anybody in your circle, anyone, you know, that you think would be great for the show, please yep. uh, share my link with them. Feel free. And any of your athletes want to come on. Uh, yeah. Cool yeah. I would love to get some more, more guys on here. Yeah, please. Feel free. Um, I think you have my link. Uh, Brock probably shared it with you. Yep. And uh, man, let's do this more often. Sounds good. I appreciate uh, it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Maybe uh, we can get your recruiting class with you on it once you're allowed to be on with them. Because right, right, yeah. I know there's times you can't, but <laughs> right. No, that'll be awesome. All right, Coach. Hey, thanks so much. All right. Appreciate it. Yep. We'll see you. Yeah.